Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations, a podcast exploring the cool Christian girl's guide to living in America. I'm your girl, April Davenport. I'll reveal to you a little personal testimony while merging ministry, education, and real life. We will also discuss current events with relevant figures of our time. It is the perfect blend of headline news, black girl magic, and of course, Jesus juice. Come with me on a journey you won't soon forget. So stay tuned, don't change the channel, and let's take a ride. Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. I'm your host, April Davenport. Well, what's happening, Fresh You? There is so much happening on campus that we almost can't keep up. I hope that you have been attending your classes. And it's June, and you've been rocking with me long enough to know what that means. That's right, we are headed into a week of whirlwind celebration. My mom's birthday is on Sunday their anniversary on Thursday, and my dad's birthday is next Sunday, in addition to Father's Day next Sunday and Juneteenth next Sunday. What a triple header. If that isn't a reason to give God praise, I really don't know what is. As I reflect on the many years Charnel and I would spend preparing to honor our parents, I'm filled with joy at the overwhelming memories that I have. We would certainly be in the malls this weekend. While I miss her beyond belief, I'm so grateful that I have so many memories to lean upon during these times. And even now, I channel her energy when honoring my parents. While we love life's up moments, we know that life is not without its downs. I must pause now to reflect upon the many lives lost during the recent mass shootings that have taken place in our country, in Buffalo, New York, in Uvalde, Texas, and in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and in so many other places that did not make the headlines. Knowing firsthand what it feels like to lose someone who is a part of your very essence, my prayer is that our country will begin to prioritize life over politics and life over positions. While it may seem like we can't do anything to make a difference, we can all do two things. Pray that the God who sees all will continue to cover us all and vote. We must continue to use our voice to effectuate change until we actually see change. I encourage you to vote every election every time and may peace blanket our nation and our world. So here's my confession. I attended the Kirk Franklin plus Maverick City music concert last week. And while it was my first Kirk Franklin concert without Charnel, I felt her presence throughout the evening. I didn't want Kirk Franklin to sing her favorite song, Imagine Me, but he did. And that was my breaking point. But then I began to imagine her with the King of Kings. And that brought me joy. It was a great concert. What's my current conviction? I usually walk very fast and I'm laser focused on where I have to go. But lately, I've been convicted about not speaking to people as I pass them. I think it's because there are so many people who are dealing with so much that perhaps a smile could save their life or a simple greeting could help them go a little further that I feel that it doesn't do me any harm to look up while I'm walking and greet them. So what conversations are you having around your dinner table? The primary conversations we're having are about the NBA finals and about my parents, of course. It's our favorite thing to discuss in June. 
but let us know what you're discussing and we will add it to our dinner table conversation. As we've been going through class this summer, I've been wondering how are you adapting to Fresh U? And if you've been putting in the work to make this the best year of your life. The best year of your life doesn't happen because of what happens around you, it occurs because of what happens within you. If you aren't committed to changing yourself, to challenging yourself, and becoming a supreme champion of yourself, then you aren't committed to a fresh start or a fresh you. Birthdays are a blessing, but what are you doing with your new year of life? Milestones are great, but what are you doing with the new marker of your life? In a previous season, one of our guests, Reverend Matthew Jenkins, even said that our new year starts when our mindset changes. Have you adopted a new mindset to believe that you can have a fresh start, thereby becoming a better you? Sometimes a new you doesn't require you to completely strip away who you are, but it does require some reflection. Perhaps you need to do a two-part reflection. You need to do a look back as well as a look at who you are in order to look ahead. It's no secret that I love Christmas time and I particularly love Christmas movies. As a matter of fact, Hallmark is getting ready to begin Christmas in July and I'm simply overjoyed. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Okay, I digress. But some of my favorite Christmas movies cause the characters to go through the annals of their life and in doing so, there is a ghost of Christmas past, Christmas present, and Christmas future. The goal of the time travel is so that the character in question can evaluate their life and decide if they want the future they see or if they want to change their present so that they can have a different future. We often believe that our story is out of our control and we often go through life mundanely or routinely just waiting on things to happen to us instead of making things happen for us. We need to change our mindset. With God as your co-author, you have the power to write your story. The scripture says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. If we have that kind of power from God, we certainly have the power to write the story of our life. When we trust the Lord's leading, we can be confident that he will direct the pages of our life and help us to write the most beautiful story. But we must be willing to challenge ourselves and live the best life possible. As you begin to reflect on your past, you may be discouraged, but there really is no need to be. A look back is necessary every now and then. It's important to know what you're carrying from your past that either may be weighing you down or giving you strength. Sometimes the events of our past are weighing us down. They are causing us unnecessary grief or stress. Every time we think about them, we are blanketed in sadness or heaviness. Maybe we are walking around depressed or anxious because we anticipate certain people, places, or reminders. When we carry the burdens of our past, we are preventing ourselves from walking in the freedom that was secured on the cross. 
We all have a past and each of us have our fair share of scars, but it is not intended for any of us to be burdened by our past. That is the beauty of the fresh start, believing that in spite of what has happened, God has ordained a new beginning. We can use what has happened in our past, however, to strengthen and build us up rather than weigh and keep us down. The adage, what doesn't kill us only makes us stronger, is not simply cliche. There really is some truth to it. God doesn't allow circumstances to come in our life so that we will feel weighted or traumatized forever. But he wants us to understand that no matter what has happened to us, we can endure it if we allow him to do the heavy lifting. We can endure it by ourselves. We must understand that if we continue to allow pain after pain after pain to build in our lives, then we will never be able to rid ourselves of the ghosts of the past. Every time we look back, we don't want to reflect on sadness, pain, or trauma. That will cause us to be stuck in what was and prevent us from focusing on what is. So what are you carrying? What do you need to let go? Does reflecting bring you sorrow or does it bring you joy? How often do you take a hard look at where you have been and is it energy to help you keep writing your story or does it serve as a bookmark to keep you in a stagnant place? Sometimes we simply need to reflect, discard, and then pick up the necessary pieces and breathe in order to keep going. In the Christmas movie, the ghost of Christmas present is always funny to me because the character thinks they know what is currently happening in their lives until the ghost truly opens their eyes. After we reflect upon our past, it's important that we take inventory of our present. If you're going to truly be the author of your story, you need to know what's happening around you, what's happening to you, and what's taking place without you. We often go from day to day, never even realizing what took place within that day. But we need to always carve out space within our day to pause and honor what happened in the span of time from when we awaken to when we retired. How are you writing your story if you don't know the intimate details of that story? Every day, miracles are taking place. Every day, life-altering decisions are being made. And those don't happen by accident. They happen because God is intentional. And we should be like God. We should live every day with intention. What do you want your story to include? Who do you want your story to include? How do you want your present to be different from your past? You're the only one who has the power to make a change. You're the only one who knows what God has purposed you to do, thereby being the only one who is able to bring that purpose to life. A few weeks ago, we asked you, why are you here on the campus of Fresh U? What do you, be what do you believe your God-ordained purpose is? If you begin to walk in purpose and know your position and fulfill it, then the present should be of valued importance to you. You should treat every day like it is the most important gift to you. On social media, Facebook posts reflect the current status 
or what's on your mind at the time? Well, what's the current status of your life? If someone made a Facebook post of your life, what would it say? What picture would reflect the current status of your life? I wake up excited about the day because I recognize that every day with Jesus is a fresh start. It is not just something I say. It's a mantra that I live. The Lord's prayer includes these words. Give us this day. It doesn't say give us this week, give us this month, give us this year, but give us this day. You need to be thankful for the day and then you need to live out each day because it has been given to you as a gift. My choir used to sing a song called The Best Day of My Life. The song didn't have very many words. It simply said over and over again, I believe that today will be the best day of my life. The best day of my life. You need to speak that declaration over your life and say with authority, today will be the best day of my life. Claim your present and know that God has positioned you to have the best day ever. Just as we honor our past and we focus on our present, we simply cannot forget that there is a bright future ahead of us. The ghost of Christmas future would serve as a forewarning for the character if they didn't change their current behavior or start making the right decisions. But we don't need a ghost to tell us what our future entails because God has already alluded to us what's included in our future in Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Our future is secure in Christ. And for children of God, the best is never behind us. The best is always yet to come. You should remember that from season two. Our past strengthens us. Our present fuels us. But the hope of the future should ignite us. If you ever need to be motivated to put one foot in front of the other and to keep writing your story, it should be because you know that your story is not over. There is so much more to explore, so many more pages to write. At Georgia State University, where I teach, we have a class called First Year Experience. It's intended to help students properly make the adjustment into college and also prepare them for the semester and years ahead, equipping them with the necessary tools they will need throughout their collegiate career. This includes information about courses, the database GSU, GSU uses, time management skills, and other important skills. Some students think this class is a bird course or an easy A, and they don't take full advantage of it. But for those students who pay attention and store away all of the information they learn, they walk away prepared for the future that awaits them. And that is exactly what I'm urging you to do. Treat the days you have now as preparation for what's to come. You may not understand what's happening to you or why you're learning what you're having to learn as you go through your present challenges. But if you believe that there is a future ahead of you, then your future begins in the present. It's never too late to learn and it's never too late to apply what you have learned. What are your next steps? Where are you going from here? If you know why you are here, then what are you doing to secure the pages of your story for years to come? We know that God is the master writer of all of our stories and he alone is the giver of life. 
But we also know that he has graced us with the power to walk in the path he has ordained for us. Allow him to order your steps so that your past and your present can align together to create the brightest future ever. Your past might have been good, your present even better, but your future, the fresh start that awaits you is the best. Believe it. If we are going to begin to write the pages of our story, we must begin with the first line. What can you begin to say to yourself each and every day so that you can begin to live each day with the authority of the Holy Spirit? What is your life affirmation? What is going to be the fuel that gets you going no matter what is happening around you? Use these steps to create your daily mantra. I want you to make sure that there are no negative thoughts in your mind right now. If there are, choose one of them. What may be holding you hostage? What feeling is keeping you insecure? What trait is causing you to have negative or low self-esteem or self-worth like we talked about a few weeks ago? Choose that thought and then externalize that negative thought. Get it out of your head and into the world by writing it down. You can't tackle something that you can't see. By writing it down, it becomes a winnable battle. Write it down and then dispose of it. Throw it away, discard it, it's gone. You now have the victory over it. And now create the opposite. The power of life and death is in your tongue. And what we think we become. Create what you want to believe about yourself because in God, you already are. This becomes an affirmation for your life. Use positive language, be confident in Christ, and then commit to your affirmation and commit it to memory and repeat it daily. Your life affirmation should be a daily mantra for living. Repeat it every day, live by it. No one can take your power unless you give it to them. Believe it, receive it, affirm it, and live it. So what's my life affirmation? When I wake up each morning, I say these words. Today, I have a fresh start, and today, anything is possible. I wholeheartedly believe these words because my Bible tells me that great is the Lord's faithfulness because his compassions fail not. And it also tells me that with God, Anything is possible. You want to make sure that your life affirmation is rooted in truth and you want to make sure that you believe it and that you live it. I can't wait to see you become strengthened by your past, fueled by your present, so that together we can begin charting our future. Let's start writing the stories of our life and together we will build a beautiful library. Well, I'm off to begin the week of celebrations. You can join in the fun by eating cake, eating ice cream, because if you know my parents, you know that they love everybody. So they would love to invite you to celebrate with them. I hope that you're having a fresh start summer and that you're like our fresh start kids and picking up a book this summer. I'm reading a number of things right now, but one of the books on my summer reading list is Memphis. I'll make sure to let you know how it ends. So read a book, stay hydrated, don't forget to smile and have a fresh start summer. And make sure that you begin writing 
the pages of your story. And before you go, of course, I love to pray with you. God, thanks so much for the people in my army. Please allow us to be as successful as possible on this campus of Fresh Shoe. God, we're so grateful to you. We love you so much. Make sure that you're connected with me on social media because you know I love learning about you as you're learning about me. Stay connected with us. We can't wait to see you next week. Same day, same time. Catch you later. Thanks so much for tuning in to Confessions, Convictions, and Conversations. We are just getting started. So make sure to connect with me on social at AS Davenport and at Fresh Start Fridays. For more information on the podcast, please visit www.ascministries.org. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show and be a part of April's Army. Remember, anytime is a good time to confess the Lord Jesus as your personal savior, live by your own personal convictions, and it's always a great time to have a good conversation. I'm your girl, April Davenport. See you next time.